Good morning, everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be learning Daf Lamed Aleph in Maseches Megillah, the penultimate Daf, and we will be starting with the Mishnah on Lamed Amid Beis. Tomorrow, Lav is God willing going to be the Siyum. Andrew, we hope to see you back for that. Bezat Hashem in full strength, and I wanted, to, as we promised, to go over the what mnemonic for the scheduling of the Dalit Parshios, and it goes like this. Dad Satu Uvyo Bu. The way it works is the first letter in this mnemonic is going to be representing the day of the week on which the Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out. And the second letters are representing the day of the month that you're going to be skipping Dalad Parshios. So really we're only focusing on the first two of the Dalad Parshios here and how they're spaced out. We're focusing on Shkalim which is before Rosh Chodesh Adar, and Zachor, which falls out when? Before Purim. It's the Shabbos before Purim is always Zachor. So the calendar, if you look at it, it's always going to work out based on if you stick Zachor right before Purim, you're going to see either you're going to skip, right, the Shabbos in the middle, and you're going to go, sometimes you're going to go straight from Shkalim to Pasha Zachor, and sometimes you're going to have a split between Shkalim and Pasha Zachar as follows. So if you just follow it quickly, Zatu means that Rosh Chodesh Adar fell out on Shabbos. If Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, that means that Shushan Purim is going to be, right, on Shabbos as well. So you're not going to read Pasha Zachar then, you're going to read Pasha Zachar the previous week, right? So how does that work? Zatu means the following. You read Shkalim on Rosh Chodesh Adar, because it fell out on Shabbos. And then you're going to read Parsha Zachar the following Shabbos, right? And that's going to fall out on the, on the, on the uh, like, eighth of Adar. So you're going to read, again, Shkalim, and then right up against it, you're going to read Parsha Zachar. And then the following Shabbos is going to be uh, Shushan Purim, which means for in that situation, as we've discussed in the Gemara yesterday, you don't read, right, when Shushan Purim falls out on Shabbos, you don't want to read Parsha Zachar that week. You obviously read it the previous week, right? Because you need to read Parsha Zachar before Purim. And basically what it means is that if, if Purim falls out, if, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, then the Shushan Purim is on Shabbos, and then you push Parsha Zachar back a week, and that's how Parsha Shkolim and Parsha Zachar end up back to back, and that's how you end up skipping the 15th. So Zatu, again, means that Rosh Chodesh Adar is on Shabbos, and the two, the Tesvav of Zatu, is the day is the day that you're skipping. That's the Shabbos that you're skipping Dalit Parshios. So it's going to be Shkalim, then Parsha Zachar, then you're going to be off. You're going to have a poor Meshulish, as a matter of fact, the next week. So you're going to be off, so to speak, from Dalit Parshios. Then you're going to resume with the third of the Dalit Parshios the following week, right? So that'll put you in... Um, Right, uh, Parshas uh, Para, and then you're going to have Parshas Achodesh, and it's all going to work out, right? This all has to do with the fact that it's roughly five weeks-ish, right? If you're going to go from the the week before, right, or the week that the Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out until, and then you're going to say, we're going to start from there, and then you're going to say, we need to have then Parshas Achodesh the week before the following Rosh Chodesh of Nisan falls out. So in there, there's going to be about five weeks, and we only have four Parshios. So this is how we space it out. So again, if on Adar, Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, then you're going to have Rosh Chodesh Adar on Shabbos, Parshas Shkalim, then Parshas Zachar, then a skip, then Parshas Par, and then Parshas HaChodesh. 
And then that's Zatu. Bu and Dad are very similar. Bo is if a Shkodesh Adar falls out on Monday, right? So then you're going to read Shkolim on the previous, right, on the previous Shabbos, right? And then you're going to have Purim then is going to be on Sunday. So when Purim's on Sunday, Zachar is going to be the Shabbos before, right? Because Purim is only going to, is always going to be one day before because it's, right, it's, four, it's on the 14th. So, and Shushan Purim is going to be the same day of the week. But be that as it may, so if Purim is on Monday or a Sunday, Sunday, Monday, so then you're going to be able to read Parsha Zachar before. Well, if you're reading Parsha Zachar the day before, that means that because you need to have Parsha Zachar right before Purim, you're going to have what? You're going to have the Shabbos between Shkalim and Zachar be a, an off Shabbos, as far as Dal Parshas is concerned, right? So again, Bo means that on Monday, Rosh Chodesh Adar occurs, which means you're reading Parsha Shkalim before, and then the sixth, right, of Adar, you're going to get, you're going to get off, because that's going to be the Shabbos after Parsha Shkalim, and that's going to be the sixth of Adar, that's what that Shabbos is going to be, you're going to get that Shabbos off, and then you're going to resume the next Shabbos, like the 13th, right before Purim, you're going to have Parsha Zachar. And that's the same thing if it falls out on Wednesday. Again, if it falls out on Wednesday, so then, right, you're reading Parsha Shkolim, the, day, the, the Shabbos before, and then you have Rosh Chodesh on Wednesday, and then on the 4th of Adar, right, it's still not anywhere near Purim. And therefore, you're going to get that Shabbos off. And then the next, right, you're going to have the 11th is going to end up being the Shabbos before Purim, and that's when you're going to read Parsha Zachar. So again, it has to do with Parsha Zachar being right before Purim. So if it falls out late enough, so to speak, in the week, that Rosh Chodesh is late enough in the week, then you just have the reading of Shabbos before, and then you have a Shabbos off. You have the reading of Parsha Shkolem, and Shabbos before, then you have a Shabbos off, and then you do Parsha Zachar, and then you do Parsha uh, Parah, the following week, and then you do Parshas HaChodesh the following week. And that's very typical to have those five Shabbosim in there in between Parshas Shkalim and Parshas HaChodesh. And so those are the scenarios. So Shabbos is unique because you end up doing Shkalim. And Rosh Chodesh falling out on Shabbos is unique because you end up doing Shkalim and, um, right, and Zohar to back to back. And then when it typically falls out on Monday or Wednesday, then you do the most typical scenario where you do the Shkalim and then have a day, a week off, and then do the Parsha Zacha right before Purim. And then the final example is Vio. Now Vio is Rosh Chodesh Adar falling out on Friday. Now when Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Friday, as we discussed, so then what's, so what's going to happen? Purim is going to happen on Thursday. So now Purim ends up so late in the week that Zacha has to be on the preceding Shabbos in that case also, so what ends up happening is you just miss, you have to have, right, Rosh Chodesh Adar is on Friday, so now you have such a wide range between when the, right, because this was the topic of yesterday's daf, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Friday, do we treat it as if it falls out on Shabbos and we read it on Shabbos, if you might recall, or do we do like, that was Machlokas Rav Shmuel, that's what Shmuel said, but we all like Rav, so that means that if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Friday, so then you're reading Parsha Shkalim, the previous Shabbos, and that's a long span. In that scenario, you're going to have, right, that's how you end up with Uviyo. Uviyo means that on the 10th is going to be Shabbos again, and you're going to skip that one. So you're going to do what? You're going to have Rosh Chodesh, you're going to have Parsha Shkalim on Shabbos, right? And then you're going to have Rosh Chodesh Adar the following Friday, 
and then you're and then you're going to skip the next Shabbos. So that's the right. That that's Uvio. U is Friday. Bez is Vez, right? So again, Rosh Chodesh Adar is on Friday. So Bez Adar is the following Shabbos. So you're going to have that day off, right? As far as Dal Parshas is concerned. So here you're going to have two Shabbosim off. Then you're going to do Parsha Zachar because that's going to fall out on the ninth. That's going to be the Shabbos immediately preceding Purim, which falls out on Thursday, the following Thursday. So it's again Parsha Shkalim on Shabbos, obviously where Rosh Chodesh Adar is a full, like, six days later on Friday. So then you get the other Shabbos off, because if you were to read the, that, the next, if you were to read Shkalim and Zakar back-to-back, then you would have a whole week off before Purim. We don't do that. So you take that first week off on the second of Adar. Then you read Parsha Zakhar on the ninth. Then you have Purim, obviously, on the 14th. So that becomes a Thursday. And then you have the 16th, the Shabbos after Purim. That's the one unique scenario where the Shabbos after Purim would not yet put you in a position to do Parshas Parah. Because if you did that, then you'd end up reading Parshas HaChodesh on the 23rd. And uh, on the 23rd of Adar. And the thing is that in this scenario, where Parsha, where the Rosh Chodesh is on Friday, Rosh Chodesh Nisan, right, would, Parshas, right, Parah, mm-hmm. would fall out on the 23rd. That's why you have to skip because otherwise, because what ends up happening is Parshas Achodesh is then read on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. So since Parshas Achodesh is read out on Rosh Chodesh Nisan, it is the one scenario again when Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Friday, where the Dal Parshas are actually spread out into uh, six weeks. So the first week would be the Parsha Shkalim, the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh Adar. Then you get a week off. Then you do Parsha Zachar. Then you get another week off. And then you do Parshas Para and Parshas Achodesh back to back. Now, in theory, you could have done Parshas Shkalim, then a week off, then Parshas Zachar, and then Parshas Para right after Purim, and then a week off, and then do Parshas Achodesh on Rosh Chodesh. You could have done that also. You could have put the week off between, because you, you have that between um, the first and the second of the Dalit Parshios, and that's a common scenario, right? The, there, those two are commonly... Right, split up. And then a lot, in, in two of the four scenarios, that's the only place it's split up. Then you go Zachar, Para, and Achodesh back to back to back. But in the scenario where you're splitting that up, and then you have another split, right, two Shabbosim off, you could have put that split between the second and the third, or between the third and the fourth. But we have a principle that we never split up the third and the fourth. That's how Parshas Par gets pu- pushed off to the 23rd of Adar. And therefore, so you do again, Shkalim, and then you do, you have a week off on the second of Adar, and then you do Zachar on the ninth, and then you have a week off on the 16th of Adar after Purim, and then you do Parshas Par on the 23rd, and then Parshas Chodesh on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. That's how you arrive at Uvio Friday. He leaves you on Shabbat off on the 2nd and the 16th. Okay, glad we went through that, Barry. Let's continue with the Mishnah. So the Mishnah is going to teach us when we read the special Parshas of the year. So, says the Mishnah, Right? This is in Parshas Emor, right? All about the festivals. That's what you read on, right, on Pesach. It, so, so that's thematically makes sense because it's Yantiv, so we're reading all about the idea of Yantiv as introduced in Sefer Vayikra, which is what Torah's Kohanim is. Now, Batzeres Shiva Shavuos, 
On Shavuos, which is called Atzeres, we read the portion of Shiva Shavuos. That makes sense. That's in Kol Abachor, right? So all of that, it's, it's talking about... Um, now, the Ran, uh, Art Scroll quotes a cute idea, that the Ran is saying, and the Ran really has a development of an idea that, that Shavuos is kind of like uh, everything between Pesach and Shavuos is Chol Amoed. That Shavuos is called Atzeres, we just, as we just noted. So it's like the Shmini Atzeres of Sukkot. Okay? So just like Shmini Atzeres is right after Sukkot and it's, there's a continuum there, so Shavuos is right after Pesach and there's a continuum, albeit seven-week continuum of Sphira, as it were. So it therefore stands to reason as part of that whole Mahalach within the Ran that really we're not going to read the same thing on Shavuos that we're going to read on Pesach because we already read it on, so to speak, the same Yantiv, even though the two separate Yantivs, we already read that. So we set up the Moadim. Now we're going to read a new, a new section, okay, of Kol HaBachor. Then Barosh Hashanah, B'chodesh Shvi'i B'chad L'chodesh. Obviously, we're going to read the section that teaches you about Rosh Hashanah, right? That's the same, it's in Parsha Sembor, same area of Pesach. But again, that's a separate Yantiv, but we're going to emphasize that Part of it, and Biyom Kippurim Achrei Mos, right? And Yom Kippur we read Achrei Mos, and Biyont of Arishon Shachag, Kordim and Parshas Ma'adosh Shabbatoros Kohanim. Getting bit over to Sukkot there, so now we're going to go back to the Parshas Ma'adosh of Torahs Kohanim. So, so again, it's interesting. That's what we do on Rosh Hashanah. That's what we do on Pesach, and that's what we do on right on um, on the beginning of Sukkot at the first days of Sukkot. However, the rest of the days of Sukkot, we're going to get focused on Karbanos. Uvishar, called Yamas, says the Mishnah, That, as Rashi explains, the Parshas Pinchas, right? Those are all the Karbanos Achag mentioned in Parshas Pinchas. And as we know, we go in the descending order. And then on Hanukkah, so those were Yom Tov and Raisa. But, you know, we're, this is a full Gabai's handbook. So what do you read on Hanukkah, which is the Rabbanon? Yeah, also have special readings, as we've discussed. So that we read about the Hanukkah Sabais, right? So Rashi, right, we read about the Nisim, as Rashi says, third line from the bottom, the Nami Hanukkah That's also Hanukkah Samizbeach, so it's also Hanukkah. Now, Bapurim, V'yavo Amalek. Tafiyomi, coincidence, Lublin, your moment, that is this week's Shab, this week's Kriya, V'yavo Amalek. This is the one in Bashalach. As we mentioned, there's one at the end of Bashalach. And there, and it's mentioned again at the end of Kitetze, this is the Bishalach one. That's what you read on, on Purim. On Pasha Zachar, you read the other one. Uh, you read the one from Kitetze. Anyway, Chadashim, on Rosh Chodesh, you read of Rosh Chachem, that seems appropriate. And by my Modos, by my Sebracious, we've discussed this a great length in Masechas Tainus, that we read about the days of creation on Mamados, and we're going to have a copy paste in the Gemara of, of explaining why the Sefer Bracious is applicable to the Ma'amodos, which is the, uh, during the Tainus, what the Klal Yisrael would read in Shul, right, the Bnei Israel. We said the Kohanim did their thing, Levim did their thing, and the Israelim did the Ma'amodos when they did the laning. Okay, um, Ma'amodos, right. And the Tainus, right, on the fast days, right, so Ma'amodos were the special, like we said, those, those, those were the special days, and, and the Tainus were included in that, as we discussed at great length in Masechus Tainus. And then, in Tainus, we read the brachos and the klalos. This is in Bechukosai. Okay. Uh, now, by the way, we don't read the brachos and klalos Bechukosai on our fast days, but that's because our fast days are set fast days. In other words, the fast days mentioned in Tainus, where you actually were fasting for rain, that's when you read from the brachos and klalos. 
right? But, you know, obviously on Tisha B'Av and stuff like that, and all the other uh, set fast days, we, we read our, our fast days, uh, um, laning, that's not Bechul Kosai. Okay, anyway, Ein Mavsikim Beklalos. Once we're talking about Klalos, then we have the famous Gabai handbook idea that you don't interrupt, which is to say you don't break it up into Hosafos and, and multiple Aliyos. You just give it to one dude. El Echad Kores Kulam, right? One person reads all of them, which is to say one person gets the Aliyah. In those days, the, the, he who got the Aliyah would also read it. So that's what it means that one person reads all of them, but it means only one Aliyah. So now continuing with what we do, we already know that on Mondays and Thursdays we read on an ordinary week and B'Shavas B'Mincha, right? We know about that. Korin Kesidron, which means you read that week's Parsha, the coming week's Parsha. Unless you think that once you've read that, you no longer have to lay in Rishon, so to speak, on Shabbos, that's not the case. You'll read it during the week and then you'll repeat it again on Shabbos. Shanamar, what's going on here? This is a... Uh, allusion back to where do we learn this whole idea that we uh, that we read special readings on Yantiv says the Mishnah that Moshe Rabbeinu proclaimed all of the all of the Yomim Tovim Mitzvah and Shiyukarin Kol Echad Vechad Bizmano that's what it means by Daber Moshe Esma De Hashem that is giving us the opportunity to continue that right Moshe spoke out the Moadim to Bnei Israel. So this is like Moshe speaking out to us again, the Moadim to us through the Torah when we read it, right, about the Moadim during the Moadim. So fine. So says the Gemara, Tanur Rabbanon. Pesach Korim Parshas Moados. Maftirin Pesach Gilgal. What's the Haftorah on Pesach? So Pesach Gilgal in Yeshua, that's talking about the first Pesach in Eretz Yisrael when they entered Gilgal. So that is appropriate Haftorah for Pesach. Ulamachar Pesach Yoshiyahu. And on the next day, we read from Haftorah, from the Pesach of Yeshua, which is Melachim. Okay, so that is, um, now, the ne- now, now that's the next day. Is that next day talking about uh, the first day of Cholomoed? Uh, I believe. Okay, okay, Ushar Yemosa Pesach, and then the rest of the days, Melachim, Bekarim, and Yonashah Pesach. Right, and you read, what does that mean? You select and read what? Random things that have to do with Pesach, or you read Parshas Bo, you read Parshas Beshalach. Is that what it means? So that's what the Gemara asks. Mayhi, what are we talking about? Summer of Papa Mapu Simon. There is a mnemonic for the reading of the rest of the days of Pesach as follows, and it says, "Yeah, Yom Tovah Korn Shal Pesach Korn Vehi Beshalach." Right. Um, so Mapu is a little bit out of order, okay? But the the the, the Mapu is Mishchu in case and and Psol Lecha. I don't think this mnemonic is going to help me a lot. So let's just go through what <laughs> let's just go through what the actual ones are. So Yom Tovachon Shal Pesach, last days of Pesach, you read what? This week's parsha. Dafyomi Lubliner moment. Okay, as we know, right? Kriyas Yamsuf. Umaftirin Vaydaber David. Vaydaber David is is um, when David Amelach said a special kind of shira when he was saved in Shmuel Beis, and so it's kind of like a shiras David, even though all of Telem is a shira. This is like a special kind of um, redemption shira um, that we have when we're singing Az Yashir, and so it's comparable thematically, and therefore that's the Haftar for the last days of, of Pesach. Again, the eighth day. So that's what I think it meant over there also. Olamachar Pesach Yoshio means in, in, um, in uh, Chutzlaretz, in Yont of Sheni. That's the only way that makes sense. So here too, the eighth day means Yont of Sheni. 
That's when you read Kol You still, right? When you have Yantav Sheni, you still have to have the same Tzura of a Yantav. So you still have Laning and you still have Haftarah. So you need to have, as we will see, um, you need to have additional readings, um, more than what you read in Israel. So it's fascinating to see what is the priority, right? It's almost more fascinating to see what we do in Israel. Because what we do in, in Chutzlaris, so you get to add on themes. And then, like, which is the more important one that you choose in Israel when you only have one day, right? So it says, Lamachar kol b'chor. So on Yantiv Sheni, which is the eighth day of Pesach in Chutzlaris, you're going to say kol b'chor, maftirin od hayom. Okay? Od hayom, uh, it means he'll stand in Nov. Uh, Rashi points out, this is going to be Mapala Sushal Sans which happens on Pesach, which is why it's thematically linked, and it's talking about the coming of the Mashiach and the ultimate Geula, may come from Herev Amenu, and therefore it's appropriate. Okay. So now, Amar Mikri. We now have a universal, no Galma, universal Minhag to read Meshach Torah, Kadesh Bechaspa, Psalba Midbara, Shalach Bukhara. That is the mnemonic, he's saying another mnemonic for what we're reading. The mnemonic sounds, if you speak, fluent Aramaic and you're in that culture, it's a great mnemonic. We have no idea what any of this means. Meshach Torah, Kaddish Bechaspa, draw forth the bull and be Mekaddish with money, chisel in the desert, send the firstborn. Okay, well, the mnemonic means, Basarah, that, that is how you are reading the rest of the Parshios. And that, that is the Parshios that, what, that Abai is saying that we read on the rest of the days of Pesach. So he had a slightly different thing. So Meshach, draw forth again is Mishchu, uh, as we mentioned, right, that is read on the first day. And then, and then Shor Okesev is, re- is read today in Chutzlaritz on the second day. And then Kadesh Likol Bechor is on the third day of Pesach, um, or the first day of Cholomoed in Chutzlaritz, right? And with money is Imkesev Tilveh, that's the fourth day of Pesach, or the second day of Cholomoed in Chutzlaritz. And Psalacha is on the fifth day, which is, again, the third day of Cholomoed, and then Bemidbar Sinai is talking about the laws and the halachas of Pesach Sheni, and so that's appropriate on the last day of Cholomoed. And then, and then send means Shlach Bukhara is Bishalach, which is the end of, right? The, uh, it's on the final day, followed by Kol Bukhara. So that is um, a variation of how, of how we do it. And that's how, that's how we read it. Those, those are the sequences that we, that, we, uh, that we follow. Very good. So this has to do all with um, all the sources of the thematic links of how we link different themes of Pesach back to the Kriya of Pesach. Very, very interesting. Uh, so, so basically, this, this idea, it's funny, Malaket Bekorim in Yon Pesach is not for us to choose, obviously, but this is very fascinating how Chazal, since you have to read through all the Pesach, we have two of such scenarios where we are reading like, well, we have also Hanukkah. But see, Hanukkah, you have the Nesim, and Sukkot, you have the Pare HaChag. So the sequence is much more intuitive, right? You just keep reading from the same section. But on Pesach, you don't have either the Nesim or the Pare HaChag. So that's what it means when it says Malakate Vashonah. It's just like the Chazal really went the extra mile to pick different themes for every different day of Pesach that you lane. So it's fascinating. Okay, fine. So now... We have the shorter Yantav here about Tzeres, Shavuos. So Shiva Shavuos, that makes sense. Read about Shiva, the Shavuos. Umaftirin b'chabakuk. What's that? Why is that Torah going to be b'chabakuk? As Rashi says, Shemedaber matan Torah. Right? It says, Miteiman yavo. Um, so, talk about matan Torah, so it's thematically appropriate. And Acherim omrim b'chodesh ha-shlishi. Well, that's Parshish Yisro, right? That's Maimon Ar-Sinai. 
So, so, so some say we want to focus on what? Like the halachas of Yantiv? Some say you want to focus on like the theme of Shavuos. And there again, it's, the Haftarah is going to be Maisa Merkava, which is like this massive revelation. So, this, so either way, that, that's, those are the two suggestions as to what we read on Shavuot. And today, Nebuch, when we're in Galas, and we have two days of Yantiv, so what are you going to do? Avdin and Kisai So then you could do both. You could, do, you could follow, start off with the Yantiv theme, if you're in Baltimore, and then follow up with the Matan Torah theme. The only thing is, we reverse the order. As Rashi says, why would you reverse the order? Why do we first read about Matan Torah and then the Yantav theme? So Rashi explains the Matan Torah, because as you know, there's a calendrical, there's a lot of calendrical stuff going on with Shavuos, because it's supposed to be fixed from Pesach. That's, that's 49 days, you have Sphere and then the 50th day. And yet, that doesn't match up necessarily when Matan Torah was. And so you have a lot of Right, you have to figure it out. Did it, it was Matatar on, we, we have a minute, that was, we have, right, a tradition that was on Shabbos, right, we learned this in Masechah Shabbos. A tradition that was on Shabbos, and Masechah Shabbos goes through, right, all of the math of how it works out that the Matantara was on Vav Sivan, but also on Shabbos, and how could that be, and when, relative to when we left Mitzrayim, okay. Be that as it may, that is the rationale for why we switch the, to match up better the Parshas Yisro of, of uh, Maimon Harsinai with the date, as Rashi explains. Okay. So now, so that is, that is Shavuos. Now, Barosh Hashanah B'chodesh Hashvi, right? We read um, the Chodesh Hashvi, as we said, that's like uh, where, right? The Chodesh Hashvi, obviously, if you start from Nisan, is Tishrei, right? And therefore, that is talking about the Yantav of Rosh Hashanah, as stated in the Mishnah. And then, Maftirin Habein Yakili Ephraim. Why Aben Yakeli Ephraim? Because it continues with Zachor Kerenu. That's Zecher, right? Everything in Rosh Hashanah is Zikaron, right? It's Machios, Shafros, and Zichronos. But Zichronos are mentioned in Aben Yakeli. It's mentioned, obviously, in, in Musaf also, in the, in the, um, right, in the Davening. And therefore, that is mentioned in the Haftar. It's thematically linked. However, Vyesh Omrim Vashem Pakadetzara, right? Also, Hashem Pakadetzara, the whole idea of Pakida, is also Zahira, as we know, and therefore remembering Sarah is very appropriate for Rosh Hashanah. And then the Haftarah is going to be by Chana, who also was answered by Hashem. So right on Rosh Hashanah, we want to be answered by Hashem. Now, it's an interesting passage here. It says, Right? Rosh Hashanah today is two days. Obviously, this is true in Chutzlach and in Israel. Yoma Kama Kiyeshomer, as we read in Masechus Beza, we talked about the Yoma Arichta. But anyway, Yoma Kama Kiyesh Omrim. So on the first day, we're going to say like the Yesh Omrim. The Yesh Omrim were the one that said that we read Hashem Pakaret Sarah. And Lamachar Velokim Nisalat Avraham. And the next day, we're going to read, right, and this is what we do, we read about the Akedah. Okay, and then the, and then Umaftirin Habein Yakirli. And then we do the Habein Yakirli Haftorah, as we said. So again, it's interesting how we, change and what order we do, right, when we have the two days. Now, Yom Kippur, we're only going to have one day. So, Yom Kippur, Korin, Acharimos. You only got to have one day unless you're the Mir Yeshiva in Shanghai in 1944. So, you're going to have where they had the two-day Yom Kippur for some people. Anyway, Acharimos, Maftirin, Kicho, Amar, Ram, So, why do we read Acharimos? And what's this Kicho, Amar, Ram, the uplifted one? So, Rashi says, that the Amar Sula Sula Shemidabra Midas Hat Shuva. This is all about Shuva. 
Okay, fine. Uh, uh, tshuva is the theme of the Haftarah. Now, on Yom Kippur, as we already mentioned, you also can have an additional reading on Mincha. So what do you lay in Mincha of Yom Kippur? Mincha Karin Be'arayas. Read from the Arayas. Why would you read from the Arayas? Umaftirin Be'yona. Why would you read Be'yona? So Yona we can understand, because Yona is all about Tshuva, right? You're going to tell the city of Ninveh that to do Tshuva, you're going to say that we're going, right, you're going Hashem's going to be chasal kikayon. We want him to have rachmanus on us. And he's teaching Yonah in the Sefer Yonah, the, 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 right, in the whole idea of tshuva and the idea of forgiveness. But what's Parshas Arayas? Rashi says, because that's the Fisha Arayas of Eir Metsuya. Right, that's a... It's a big deal, and so uh, as far as Averis are concerned, and therefore we want to, in our, right, when we're in a good place, in our best moment, Mincha, after we've already gone through so much of Yom Kippur, to focus again on strengthening um, that for Kalal Yisrael. Okay. Now, a story about this, on the Aftar of Yom Kippur, you know that wherever Hashem's strength is always juxtaposed with His Humility, as it were. And this theme is mentioned in the Torah, and then it's doubled and tripled down in the Vim as follows. Hashem is the greatest of all gods, the greatest master of masters, and so that's certainly exalted. And then it says, You see, you don't use your position of exaltedness to separate yourself as some. Uh, bustle of dumb human beings do and to be in your ivory tower and then you need right to, to get through five secretaries and good luck getting through right but rather he's accessible and not only is he accessible to all but the most downtrodden have a free entree to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so he's down to earth in, in the most literal sense so to speak in the most figurative sense but down to earth with the most down to earth people and Shanoi Benavim, that so is also mentioned in Nevim, Komar, Ram Benisar, Shachain Am, Shachain Ad Vekadosh, right? Hashem, he's Ram Benisar, on a high, on, on the high, most exalted place. And then immediately after that, Uksiv Basrei, Ves Dakosh Fal Ruach, right? This is in yeah, Isaiah. You just keep reading the Pasuk and you see that Hashem takes care of he who is depressed. And we're going to go to Hillim, right? Meshulash Baksuvim, and to Hillim it says, Dachsiv. Right, he's actually literally writing in the heavens. And then it says, You see, the humility together with the exaltedness. So six lines down in the wide lines. So he said, you start with the Parshish Ma'ados. This is Sukkis, right? What's Hine Yom Bala Hashem? Well, it says it um, that, that they're in Zechariah there, that they're celebrating Sukkot, so it's thematically late. Right? In Baltimore, you're going to have two days of Sukkot, so what are you going to lane? You're going to actually read, I don't know if you noticed this, you read the same laning the second day, and Afturi Mai. But you can't have the same, interesting, right? You can have the same laning, you can't have the same Aftorah. So what are you going to do? Maftirin Vaikalu Elamelech Shlomo. As Rashi explains, first wide line, that's the Chanukah Sabais that happened to have been at the same time. So therefore, it's thematically linked to Sukkot. And then the rest of the days of Sukkot, the laning is going to have to do with Karbanos Sukkot. So it's interesting. Why can you have the same laning but not the same Haftorah? 
So that's an interesting question. I honestly don't know, uh, but I could speculate. Um, the Haftorah is like something that we picked almost as a thematic story that we want to be able to tell. And so that I understand. That's for like the people to attach something. I can understand why that would be boring to repeat. I think the bigger Kiddush is how come you can repeat? How can you repeat the same thing? There's nothing else that you can say about Sukkot. Um, maybe because there isn't a large enough Parsha. See, Pesach, as we've said, we're, re- we're in the middle of Bishalach, Bo Bishalach right now, right? So you have so much in the Torah that not only talks about Pesach as the Yontiv, but also has all the themes of Pesach, the whole Yetzirah Mitzrayim, spread out over like three, four Parshios, really fleshed out. And so any one of those themes would be appropriate to read about, but Sukkot, so it says that we were in Sukkot. What more is there to say? Like, it doesn't describe the layout and the, uh, of, of the Sukkot. It doesn't describe us erecting it. There's nothing to read, as far as I can tell, about other than just to say that we were in Sukkot. So it's a very interesting thing. I don't know if there's meat on the bone in the, in the, in the Chumash that we could really read anything other than the Yantiv itself. But it's, that in itself is a fascinating question, right? Uh, we're, we're teasing out here some distinctions between Pesach and Sukkot we may not have thought of, right, that are reflected in our laning. Um, but that's a good question. That, that, that's my speculation as to why that would be, but I'm not sure. Um, okay. So, right? So again, not a lot to say about a sukkah, uh, but you know, in other words, you focus on a different theme in sukkahs. Um, one could even say, okay, I mean, I don't want to get too philosophical what, what Rabbi Safir would say, like mushy gushy, you know, um, yeah, as far as just like trying to say that this, in, in sort of shot terms, some philosophical homiletics, but, you know, Pesach is very, I don't know, looking in the ba- at the past, and also that reflects in the future, but it's a big, we're thanking Hashem for the past a lot, Sukkot with the Pari Achag, and looking forward to the future with all the Yumas Olam. I don't know, so, be that as it may, we focus on the Pari Achag and the ritual of Sukkot, but we definitely do focus on the themes in Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Okay. Yontav Achron Korin Kol Bechor, that's what you read in the last day of Sukkot. Mitzvos, Anshamini Atzeres, right? And then Mitzvos Vechukim Bechor, right? And so the sequence is first the idea, the Mitzvos, and then the idea of the Bechor. Umaftirin Ba'ika Chalos Shlomo, as Rashi explains on the fourth line from the bottom. Al Shem Biyom Ashmini Shalachas Am, right? When he finished everything. And then Lamachar Korin Bezosa Bracha. So that's, you read what? Lamachar, again is referring to, in Chutzlaretz, second day Yontiv, second days of Sukkot. So, in Eretz Yisrael, Shemini Yatzeret and Simchas Torah is one day. But here we have Shemini Yatzeret, followed by Simchas Torah. So what's Vizosa Bracha? It's Simchas Torah, Barry. It's the end of the Torah. That is Simchas Torah. You're finishing the Torah. Now, Umaftirin v'yamod shlomo. Right? And then you conclude with Yamod shlomo, and then Amaravun Amarav, Shabbat Shechal Yotz B'chol Shlomoed, um, okay, so that is Yontif. Let's talk about Cholomoed. So Shavuot Cholomoed, right? Ben Pesach, Ben Sukkis may not have noticed this that it doesn't that when it comes to Shavuot Cholomoed, it's the same for Pesach and Sukkis. Mikra Karinan Reiata. That's in key, right? Kitisa. Um, Afture and what's the Maftir? But Pesach you can do Atzamas Yevishos, which is one right recollection of the famous right vision of 
of, uh, of gathering all the dry bones for the big Yeshua. And then if a Sukkot's bow beyond bow gog, right? Also, uh, ch- these, are, these are each one, subsequent chapters, uh, one after the other in Yechezkel of Mashiach. So first you're gathering the dry bones and then you're yeah, killing Gog and Magog, and then you're ready for Mashiach. Okay. Now back to the Mishnah. What's the laning for Chanukah? The Nisim. Maftirim b'neiros de Zachariah. And then we do the Aftar, the, the, the Neiros and Zachariah, obviously the theme of Neiros, that as the last uh, line of Rashi, Rani v'simchi, right? Because it says there, v'yinei menorah zav kula. Zachariah saw in his vision this menorah, and so that is appropriate for Chanukah. It can happen that you have two Shabbosos in Chanukah. Only can happen if the first day of Chanukah is on Shabbos. And then the last day of Hanukkah is Shabbos. Kamaisa b'neiros Zacharias, and then the first Shabbos you're going to read the neiros Zacharias, which is your first choice here. And then the option B, basraisa b'neiros Shlomo. Then you can read about the neiros Shlomo. Three lines from the bottom it says Bepurim be'avam alek. Ah, dafiyomi coincidence. We're talking about Purim now. And Purim you're going to read about be'avam alek, right? So the laning is this week's parsha. Be'roshe chadashim u'be'roshe chadshechem. And on Rosh Chodesh, you read Rosh Chachachem. Well, that's thematically linked. But we see a very strong thematic link between Purim and Parsha Zachar, right? It's always before Purim, and it's always, and it's a big theme, and obviously Haman and his relationship to uh, Amalek, etc. Then Rosh Chodesh, Shechal Yos B'Shabbos. So what do you do on Rosh Chodesh, Shabbos? This is the Gabbai's handbook here. Maftirin Vayami De Chodesh Bechacho, right? Because obviously we're reading about uh, one Chodesh after the other. That's the last, that's the last chapter in Yeshayahu. It mentions Rosh Chodesh. And then, my personal favorite, not that that matters, but Chaliyos Be'echad B'Shabbos. I just love the idea that we have a special Haftarah for when Rosh Chodesh is tomorrow, right? For, Sh- for Shabbos. And that's when, me'et, right, when we read Me'etmol, if Shabbos, right? Chaliyos Be'echad B'Shabbos Me'etmol. If Chali, the way you read it is Chaliyot Be'echad, if Rosh Chodesh falls out on Sunday, then B'Shabbos Me'etmol. I think it reads that. Or, Chalios Be'echad B'Shabbos. So it falls out on Sunday, Me'et Mo Maftir, and that's right. That's where the comma goes. Echad B'Shabbos, Sunday, Me'et Mo Maftir, and the day before, which is Shabbos, right? Then you're going to say, V'yom Le'yosan, Machar Chodesh. That's when you read the Aftar of Machar Chodesh. Amar of Huna, as we turn to Amad Be'ez, Rosh Chodesh Av, Shechalios B'Shabbos, Maftirin, Chashechim, Wadechim, Sonon, Nafshi, Ayuolai, Latorach. We finish with the Aftarah, Your Rosh Chodesh and your Yontiv, my soul hates them. Why do they hate them? Because it's Tishabav, guys. Um, Tisha B'Av is coming, right? And therefore, we're starting to talk about, right, the Peranos. We're starting to ramp up, and we're starting to talk about all of the things that happened in, um, that led to the Galas, okay? The destruction of the base of Mikdash, all the disingenuous behavior that led to the destruction. My Hayula the Torah, wait a minute. What does that mean that we became annoying to Hashem? Yeah, you know why we were extra annoying to Hashem? Because we did chataim, but it wasn't enough that we did the chataim. That's, right, disobeying Hashem. So that's annoying. Ella, but not only is it annoying, but it adds an extra job, so to speak, to Hashem. So now they did two things. They didn't listen to me, and now I have to go ahead and think of a punishment for them, which is annoying too. Double annoying. Okay, talking about the Haftaras, but Tisha B'Av, Gufei Ma Maftirin. What will be the, the Ma Haftarah on Tisha B'Av? Amarav, Eicha Isola Zona. This isn't Megillus Eicha. This is, Megillus Eicha, you know, is patterned after those Pesukim in Yishayo. So that is, uh, that is the beginning, right, of, of the Haftarah for Tisha B'Av. Mikra Mai, what will be the Torah reading for Tisha B'Av? Tanya, Acherim Omrim, Bimlo Tishmeu Li. 
right? That's from the Miraglim. And Rabbi Nassim bar Yosef Omer, Ad Onar Yinatsuni This is the reaction to the Miraglim. That's the Miraglim themselves. So all these laning having to do with the Miraglim is what we read on Tishabav. Now, the, the custom, right, the Minog Bismanazeh is going to be reported by Abaye. Amar Abaye, Ha'idna nog alma lamikri kisolid banim. That's the universal Minog to read kisolid banim, umaftirin asof asifem. That's in Yermiyo, right, when we talk about the theme of all the punishments that will happen if we sin, and specifically the Gullus. So... Well, the ones from Nabi are uh, Sofasifem is the Haftarah. Yeah, so what does it mean when we say about here? Does it refer to the last Aliyah? No. Does it refer to the Haftarah? Haftarah. So then why do we read from, uh, for example, which is from the Torah? Well, there they're talking about what the, what the Torah reading would be. That was a discussion of what the laning would be. And so this, this last thing of the Maftirian was, was the first time we're hearing now about uh, the Haftarah, except for in the beginning where he said, my Maftarinan. Oh, so that's what you're saying. Uh, we started with my Maftarinan, and then we said, Echai Salazona, and then we said, Mikra Mai. Then we said, what's the Torah reading? And then we gave suggestions from the Torah, and then now Abayah comes back and finishes it off with what the Torah reading would be, and then what the Haftarah would be. So tomorrow we'll be, resume with the Mamados and the wide lines on Lamed Alpham Abayz, and God willing, we'll be Messiah. Uh, Megillah. So tomorrow, guys, we start whenever we finish Megillah, you understand? So that's when davening starts tomorrow. No, we, we, it's only one Ahmed. Don't get nervous.